Karma Cast. Here we are. Here we are again. The week of April 19th. The week maybe you're of- listening to this in the future. Maybe <laughs> you are. You probably are. We're definitely right. recording oh, yeah. this well, in you the definitely- past. <laughs> maybe I was like maybe it's like oh no definitely you're listening to this I was thinking of like five years or whatever yeah no maybe you know who knows who knows five years from now wow well we have an exciting episode today Mm -hmm. um we have a bravo liberty yes and uh her name is Anila Saja and she is the newest cast member on Married to Medicine. And I just want to start off saying that when Anila was announced, people got in touch with me mm-hmm. saying that there was a South Asian yeah. uh, new cast member and also whether we were going to interview her. And this is before Married to Medicine even. Yeah, before it even aired. <laughs> this season even started. I was, I was like, whoa, 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 Oh, whoa. yeah, no. I mean, I remember seeing like the first the season announcement and then like photos of her cast photos of her coming up. And I was like, Oh hell yes. We get a South Asian on Bravo. Who's not on family so much. She really is like this season has been, this is the first season of married to medicine actually that I have watched. Um, but me too. It's very interesting. I mean, what a great show. Like I actually just watched Sunday's episode from Sunday, April 18th, which is when Mm -hmm. they actually go to DC, they meet the Reverend Al Sharpton. And it's kind of like the beginning of this really big deal that is going on for them being a part of the Black Lives Matter march. And we talk with Anila kind of about, you know, Married to Medicine, the perspective from what I gather over the years, and definitely this season is like, Mm -hmm. this is a cast of people who are black and in medicine, which is a really important showcasing of it. And they actually talked about it on the episode last night about how like, you know, Al Sharpton's like, when I was a kid, I never went to a doctor who looked like me. And Hmm. he's like, if I had, I would have loved going to the doctor, you know, but it was not like that. And then a lot of the doctors on the show then tell some stories about how they've been treated like really like very racist things have been said to them by patients who don't trust them, who, you know, all of this stuff, which is like, it's, it's a, it kind of, it kind of points out that like it's very important to have a space on TV where we're showcasing the stories of this relatively small population in America. And so it is a primarily black cast. And so Anila is South Asian and she's coming into that space. And we've already seen conversations about that whenever. And we talk about all of that with her in this all interview. Of it. Um, she's She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. <laughs> Great hair. Great hair. Um, she tells us about her house project and how that's going. Her house project, sharing her culture on television. Yes. And I think like learning just a little bit more. I think the show has shown some of her background and family life, but kind of like even more we go into depth mm-hmm. about like what it was like growing up. Um, 
in her family and her dynamic in the places she lived and in her career and where she's at now. Right. I have to say, I'm very sorry. When she starts talking about the start of her career, something went wrong with my audio recording of her and we lost mm. a little bit of it. So if there's a little section in that where it's like, whoa, how did we get from here to there? Just keep in mind that that happened. Um, I don't think we lost too much. It's still a great story to hear kind of about her previous career stuff and and how she's kind of where she's at now um let's see and we also talk about her relationship with the rest of the women and the stuff you don't see on camera Mm -hmm. and um we talk about her relationship with toya Mm -hmm. an update on her tennis game (laughs) yes and she talks about as we saw right at the end of this last episode, there's a conversation between the non-doctor women about how they're kind of insulting the intelligence of the Mm -hmm. women who are married to doctors, but not doctors themselves. And so that she kind of talks a little bit about that as well. You can hear how echoey the audio is because she's in her new house, which is gargantuan <laughs> so, there's just echo How everywhere big is, is her her master bedrooms 2000 square feet it's over 2000 square feet like if you haven't wow. watched so bravo has a little like three minute video of her giving a tour of her house it's not finished but it like gives you a sense of the scale and yes yeah. her master bedroom is over 2000 square feet which is twice as big as my house <laughs> It's wild. Um, And she's like the bathroom. Did you see the bathroom? Yeah. The shower. Sorry. There's like a shower room that is probably the size of half of my house. And what did her husband say is your dream house is turning into my nightmare or whatever. (laughs) When they were building it. Oh, it's so good. Um, Anyway, it's a really nice conversation. We hope you like it. It was fun to talk to a South Asian Bravo celebrity who's not on the Family Karma cast. Um, But yeah. And I just also want to plug our Patreon right now, which is live. There's several episodes up. um, And you can find our Patreon at Family Karma Cast. Mm -hmm. And it's just $1 a month. And you get... It's called Thirsty 30 is the show, and it's 30 minutes each week of our thoughts on Bravo and pop culture news. Yes, and it's really fun. I personally really love doing our little Thirsty 30 chats. And oh my gosh, we like, we can't believe people are signing up for it. I can't believe it. And we're so grateful to all of you who have. So um, join in the fun. It's honestly really fun. And please leave us uh, rate and review us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends because we do need those five stars. Absolutely. And um, yeah, you know, this is the time we're gearing up for season two of Family Karma mm-hmm. dropping in like six weeks. It's going to be on Wednesday nights with Beverly Hills. With Beverly Hills. Oh, it's gonna oh be, my gosh. It's going to be fire. And my, I have to say, my insider scoop is back. What? They came back. Oh, <laughs> should we get into it we'll, on our Thirsty 30? We'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it on our Thirsty 30. I'll, we'll just leave it at that. But um, thank you all for listening. And let's get into our interview with Anila Saja from Married to Medicine. <laughs> 
So, Anila, it is so wonderful to have you on the podcast. Like the minute I saw that you were going to be on the season of Married to Medicine, I was like, we have to talk to her. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's so great to talk to you guys. Yeah. So I like, you know, watching the show, we're getting like a sense of your background and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's been awesome to see them featuring especially your Indian heritage and stuff like that but yeah I think it'd be great if you're able to to kind of like get into maybe a fuller picture of how you grew up like even your parents story and just like yeah I got to where you are now so you know obviously my dad went to school here you know he went to college here he went back to India to get married Um, basically his parents had a lineup of Indian women, you know, and he was so picky. He wanted like the best looking girl, (laughs) you know, I mean, that, that's just how my dad is. So he had a lineup. He chose my mom because she, she's very beautiful. Mm -hmm. I have to say, even though she's, (laughs) (laughs) um, so, and then, yeah. So basically, you know, they, they have their, you know, in India, how it is, they just have like a day with like their entire family. And then basically, you know, they got married, they came to the U S um, and then I was born in Savannah, Georgia. And so they ended up migrating in Savannah, which was close to where my dad's sister lived in South Carolina. And so, um, but it was just like, I, we, me and my sister always said, why did you end up in Savannah? Like, I don't, out of all places, because it's such a small town, and there weren't a lot of Indians there. So growing up, it was a little difficult for my sister and I, like in school, you know, everyone was either black or white, you know, and brown just didn't work. And so I was foreign to them just as they were foreign to me. And so um, it was, it was difficult. So I, I realized that I had to find similarities and commonalities to like somehow bridge that gap between us. And so I would, you know, teach them about my culture and my heritage, but I got a lot of name callings, you know, like they just didn't understand who I was or what I was, you know? So um, it was definitely difficult growing up, but um, then I think once I got into college, that's when I saw a lot more Indians, you know, and I was able to like share my experience because some other Indians also kind of went through the same stuff. Mm. So it was hard. Um, And then, yeah. And then basically after college, I moved to, I lived in Atlanta for a few years, then moved to New York city um, and then met my husband long distance. Um, One of my sister's friends saw him at a wedding. He was giving a speech. He mentioned he was a bachelor. (laughs) They Facebook messaged him. And yeah, and he was like, yeah, I'm still single. And then he called me up. I, of course, didn't pick up the phone call because I was like, yeah, this number like he's calling me. <laughs> um, and then my sister Court was like, pick it up. It's this guy. You got to talk to him. You got to meet him. So we talked and we like did long distance. Like talk, we talked like every night from that point on because wow. he was like I was dating a lot in New York City. Mm-hmm. as you like, do oh yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know we've both been we there. both used to live in New York City <laughs> oh yeah. really are y'all single or married? married no yeah married okay yeah so literally I would go on like three dates a week I had like a date yeah. just like picked up. <laughs> 
And so, um, and the men in New York are kind of garbage sometimes. They are. Yeah, yeah. And you There's, can rotate like every night. You can go to the same date spot <laughs> and like bring a guy every night. That's what I did. Exactly. It was so. It's crazy. And I was on like a lot of the Indian dating yeah. sites. I was on Indian dating, mm-hmm. Shadi.com, and even Match. Match.com. Yeah. So, um, so he was finally a guy that like was normal that had a good sense of humor and you know we just we clicked right away and so after a month of dating then he came and visited me in new york and we just started dating from that point on where was he at that time so he was in columbus ohio wow that's a change so he had just gotten uh started practicing There, he was in Chicago before doing his fellowship and everything, and then he landed a job in Columbus, Ohio, and so we were doing long distance, and we would either like go to Columbus, Ohio, or Chicago. They had a like they had a condo in Chicago, so we would meet there sometimes, or New York, you know. I was just wondering, um, like growing up, I'm sure there was like a lot of Indian music and Bollywood in your house. I was wondering who was the first South Asian that you saw on the screen that kind of resembled you on the American in the American media like as like an Indian actress type of yeah um, or just like a musician or um or if there was one mm-hmm. I mean I always loved Kajal you know like we I grew up watching Indian movies, right yeah you know like like in our home we were very Indian mm-hmm. like we ate Indian food we watched Indian movies and so um I I, I actually met Kajal in India oh. so I just always felt like yeah so I was, I always felt like, you know, she kind of had like, she wasn't super light skinned. So she was kind of mm-hmm, simple. Yeah. We, not, not, we didn't look alike, but you know, we had some commonalities in that way. Yeah. She, you know? She's kind of like a big icon. Mm-hmm. So like, were you consuming any like Western stuff in your home or was, were your parents like, no, you should only watch like these Indian things and whatever? No, like they they still wanted us to grow up very American. Mm -hmm. So they were always like, you know, celebrate Christmas, Halloween, Easter, like everything. They didn't want, my mom never wanted us to feel left out. They wanted us to be in all the activities. And I was in cheerleading growing up, like, um, but I also did Indian dancing Mm -hmm. growing up. And she, she made sure that I was like the best in Indian dancing. Like she would just teach me. We would learn off of like the Indian Yeah. The moves and stuff. I, mean, I didn't take classes, but I just learned like that. And so it was really getting the, the best of both cultures. And then every summer, every two years, we would go to yeah. India and spend the entire summer in India. And so my parents were from Rajasthan. So we'd go to either Delhi, Jaipur, Ajmer, Jodhpur, and like spend the entire summer there. And so... It was really getting the best of both worlds. Were you allowed to date in high school or were your parents really strict? Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, they were very, my mom was so strict, but I will say that I think my senior year, I started dating this Indian guy Ooh. and, but my parents, they, I, I hid it from them, yeah. but then they, I think they kind of found out. And I remember one time my mom didn't trust me and I was going out with my girlfriend, but she like literally followed me. <laughs> Because she was like thinking that my mom, that my friend was going to drop me off at his place or something. And so my mom was like, "Uh uh-uh, we're going to, and they literally tried to chase me and my friend to find out where we were going. And luckily we lost them, but I was crazy growing up. I had the same thing. Like dating was like 
No. And I feel like my parents all had these all these like conspiracy theories about what I was doing and stuff. And like, I was actually just not dating. Like, (laughs) it wasn't an issue, but they like thought I was and it was always like this big thing. But that's the thing. They always want us to just like focus on study, study, study. But then right after college, they're like, get married. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, you didn't want me to date. Mm -hmm. And now you want me to get married all of a sudden. In college, did you kind of like take advantage? Well, did you go to where did you go to college? Were you? Yeah, so I went to um, I went to UGA for two years. And then I transferred to Mercer University um, because I changed degrees. I went from computer science to computer information systems. And so, um, so I was in Georgia, I was near um, them. But yeah, I mean, at that time, it was hard for her to like, know what I was doing. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, you know, how we just, we would date, you know, all of, all of us, you mm-hmm. know, so different life then. I, uh, it was so awesome to see you on Watch What Happens Live last night. <laughs> so fun. And I loved the game that Andy played that was like never have I ever with my mom. <laughs> it's funny because it, I think um, Candy and I have um, right, moms right. Mm-hmm. I can see that in our business. But so one of the ones was like she like checks your text messages in your phone. <laughs> Did she still do that? Is that like a recent thing or? No, I think it was. So she doesn't really do it that much now. But back in the day. Um, she used to like with the boyfriends or like, like I dated a guy that she just didn't approve of. And she mm-hmm. would like, look at my phones to see, like she would somehow sneak behind and like put her glasses <laughs> on and like kind of read. Yeah. She's done it before. And it just wouldn't surprise me if she, I mean, now I don't think she would, but, um, but she's definitely done it before. Was there an expectation that you would, um, like either for yourself or from your parents that you would marry an Indian guy or, was their fluidity. Yeah, they definitely um, pushed for that, you know, and there was a time that I did date someone Muslim and, you know, they were like, Mm -hmm. kind of like, no, you know, you can't do that. You know, so they were pretty, I mean, they just wanted me to date someone that was Mm -hmm. Hindu and um, just, you know, successful, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, that was like, you know, they were hoping for that. But if it didn't happen, it didn't happen, you know? Um, but yeah, that was their first preference. And honestly, for me, I was mm-hmm. attracted to Indian guys, so I did prefer that. But if it didn't happen, then, you know, I mean, I date, I think I dated all types of guys. I, I actually yeah. have a question. Um, so we hear a lot on this podcast about the pressure from the aunties and different kinds. And I was wondering um, <laughs> what kind of pressure you felt growing up and even now and how you navigate that. Like in terms of, well, definitely I got lots of pressure on like getting mm-hmm. married mm-hmm. You know, growing up. Like, you know, that was, that was big. I mean, and then, you know, funny enough, like in, like a lot of my aunts and uncles in India, they, they would talk about my skin color. Yeah. They would say like, oh, it's going to be hard for her to get married because she's, on the darker skin color, you know, yeah. it was just like stupid things like that, that just was very difficult. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was probably the thing. And then also obviously like, what is she going to be? Is she going to be a doctor engineer yes. and that kind of stuff, you know, like obviously I got a lot of pressure from the parents on that. Like, you know, you can only yeah. be a doctor, engineer, lawyer yeah. or computers. You know, so. <laughs> well, yeah, it's such a like, it's so much pressure on women actually, because there's the pressure to succeed professionally and like become this like 
all-star mother and wife and, and do it cook. all. And, yeah. and then as soon as you get married, yeah. have kids. Yeah. When are you having kids? When are you having kids? You know, it's like, it's just nonstop, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So like, talk to us a little bit about your professional journey and how that kind mm-hmm. of evolved because it's really, they, they showed a little bit of on the show, but I don't, we didn't get the whole picture. So I got a degree in computer information systems, which was probably like the best because I I knew that I didn't want to just sit at a computer and do programming all day. Like uh, a company called Consolidated Container Company. And it was great, but it was very kind of boring. Like there was, I was always into fashion and cosmetics. Like that's always been in me, like just loved it. So I knew that like, if I could get into the cosmetic fashion industry, I would love that a little bit more, you know? So then I started working with, at a cosmetic company in Atlanta um, doing product development. And that was very new to me, but I learned and I enjoyed it. I mean, it, and it was basically like developing products from start to finish, you know? So then I was like, you know, I'm kind of sick of Atlanta. I want to move to New York. Maybe I'll meet someone there too. You know, I kind of had hopes of that. Moved over to New York, um, which was the best place to go for fashion and cosmetics. So um, I started working for different small little companies like Essie Nail Polish. I worked for them for a while. Then finally, I landed my dream job, which was Cody. And um, it's one of the largest manufacturing fragrance companies. And I was a global forecasting analyst for them. And it was pretty amazing. I got to travel to Paris. Um, I had the most amazing boss there. Everyone was just like... It was kind of like a devil's wear product feel, <laughs> you know, like everyone looked amazing, beautiful. Like you really had to pick out your clothes, your outfits and look like perfect walking into that building. It was a beautiful place and um, I just loved it there. So that was kind of my dream job. And then of course, then I meet Kieran and, you know, I had to kind of let that go when we got married, yeah. which was hard, but um you know, that's just yeah. things happen, you know, he was, he was it. So then I moved to Columbus, Ohio, lived there for a year. And he was like, you know what, take some time off. Like, you know, let's kind of see where we want to settle down. We weren't sure if we were, we wanted to settle in Columbus, Ohio, but I did start interviewing and even Columbus surprisingly has like a lot of um, clothing brands like Express Limited. They're all there. Mm-hmm. The corporate offices are there. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, limited brands is there. It seems like Ohio has a lot of that stuff and we just like don't realize there's it. There's a lot. I feel like there's a lot going yeah, on in Columbus that we don't know about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, like yeah. the restaurants surprisingly are amazing there. They have a lot of like um, tasting plate, like I don't know what they call it, but um, focus type yeah. food places there where like they want people to try the food to see if they like it if they can open up the restaurants and stuff but anyways it's a great place um for food and then surprisingly a lot of fashion um industries Mm -hmm. there so but we were only there for a year and so then we um he was luckily he found a practice to join in atlanta and so then we moved to atlanta I started working for another company called um, International Greeting. So it wasn't clothing. It wasn't really fashion. It was greeting card (laughs) company. So it was like, okay, I'll take it for now. Um, Worked there, got pregnant. And then after I had my baby, I just kind of stayed home and was a stay-home mom. 
But then after I had my second child, I was like, you know what? I really want to like do something. And I started loving like following influencers. I started yeah. like shopping through them. I had some influencers that I really, really loved. And it was getting really big. You know, people weren't really going to the malls. They were shopping through these influencers. Mm -hmm. And my friends and family were like, you know what? You should do this. This is like what you love to do. So I was like, let me try it. Let me do it for fun. So I tried it out for fun. And honestly, I fell in love with it. And I just started growing really fast. So, and it was pretty new then. Like there weren't a lot of Indian bloggers out mm -hmm. there either. So it made me a little bit unique. That was kind of like my niche being Indian. And then also like focusing towards like moms that are out there that are still trying to look trendy and fashionable and at a good price, you know, finding things at a reasonable price. So that was kind of my niche and I just kind of ran with it. And so now I've been doing it for what, like almost three years and it's been great. That's awesome. Yeah. Social media has like changed the game in so many ways. It really has. Like you would never think that, you know, you could actually like make it kind of a career. Right. Like it's, it's like any business. It takes time to grow. But then once you get those partnerships with the brands and stuff, you know, it's it's great. Yeah, I was totally. wondering, um, because right now you're a Bravo celebrity and you knew like when you were cast <laughs> or just starting to do the casting problem process that you were going to be in this machine, you know, called Bravo. And so how do you prepare for that mentally and just every way like wellness wise yeah there's really no way to prepare yeah. for it you know <laughs> I mean honestly I didn't you don't really think like that you just kind of like Toya yeah. was my friend you know she wanted to bring me into the group and I just kind of joined the group and yeah there's cameras there but like and obviously initially it's a little bit awkward yeah with the cameras and lights but then you're really sharing yeah. your life you know, and you don't really, there's nothing you can really prepare okay. for, you know, like you just kind of go with the flow and it's your life that you're sharing, you know? And so it's, yeah, there's, there's no preparation or anything. You, you don't really know what you're getting yeah, into. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing that has been showcased this season, which has been interesting for me to see, and then I'm sure a lot of other viewers is like, in the cast, you're the only South Asian woman, everyone else is black. And so like, there's been some tension around that, obviously. And so yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm curious to hear kind of just what your experience has been kind of entering that mm -hmm. space and like, telling your story. And so I mean, honestly, in the beginning, I would say, you know, these ladies, First of all, the great mm -hmm. women, you know, they have known each other for a long time. They've been yeah. together for what, like eight years, you know, um, some may be shorter or whatever, but they, they have a lot of history. And so when me coming in, I was just meeting them all. And so it was obviously initially, initially very hard for me to get a word in, <laughs> you know, for them to really hear me like, and you'll see that and you'll see how it you know, transpires, but like, it was, it was tough, you know, to like, be like, Hey, I'm here. Like, listen to me. Like I have something to say. So, and, and for them to just really understand my culture and my heritage and to, it kind of brought me back to my younger days, you know, when people didn't understand, you know, it's not that they don't know about Indians or whatever, but just teaching them about my culture and having them experience like some of the, like the Rocky yes. ceremony and, and things like that. So 
I, um, but you know, they're, they're, they're great people. You know, I got along with, like, I'm a bubbly person, you know, and I think my energy that I give out and just my personality, I think, you know, we all got along really great. You know, I mean, obviously there's challenges with some, you'll see that as it plays out and you've already seen some of it, but you know, there's always that there, but I think at the end of the day, you know, it's just them really getting to know me and me getting to know them. And um, I think they see the type of person I am. And I think they love the energy that I gave to them. And I think they love to learn about me and my culture and stuff. Has there been anything unexpected that has happened um, either through social media or just your personal experience through this process um, that you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, I think, um, I think a lot of people are thinking that like, I'm, you know, replacing someone and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm different, you know, like I, I'm not trying to replace any of the, you know, the older castmates or anything like that. I am me and this is my story. And I want people mm-hmm. to know that, like, you know, um, I'm, I'm very different from any of the other people that have been on. And so like, for example, Mariah, you know, I know that she was married, you know, to um, someone with, you know, Indian background. And so, you know, people think that, that, that I'm that, her replacement and I'm not, you know, I'm nowhere near her personality and this is just about me. This is my story and I want people to learn about me. Yeah. I, I think that that's a really, you pointed out something that's really common, especially because there's, we're seeing more South Asians in media and TV spaces and stuff, but there's still not a ton. And I think sometimes like, you see one, you've seen them all type thing people will feel, which is like a little harmful. And um, speaking of the Rocky ceremony, first of all, like I just loved seeing all the explanation of it and everything. I'm like, I've been doing this with my brothers my whole life and I never like really understood. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I would tell my friends, I'd be like, yeah, sometime in August, I like give them a bracelet and they give me money and it's really (laughs) awesome. <laughs> but like it went into the whole background. There was this beautiful ceremony. It was like so nice to have all the women there. Yeah. And then there's like, so I would love to. I'm gonna give you my impression of how I felt watching the thing with Contessa and your mom. Deanna, I want to know what you thought of it, and then Anil, I want to know what you thought of it because I watching it was like I have seen this so many times, like. Your mom is like the quintessential, like we go to an Indian family's house and they start pushing food on you and they say, have (laughs) this, have this, have this. And they don't stop. Like, it's just you have to say yes. It's like and it's like a loving gesture. Mm -hmm. It's like we want you to have this. We want you whatever. And so when she's like asking Contessa to stay and she's holding onto her arm and stuff, I'm seeing this like warm like Indian like welcoming thing but to her it came off as like aggressive and I was like oh no the misunderstanding here it's so funny how people can take it so wrong but that's exactly 
what my mom was doing. Like, and my mom is the number one person. Like if you come to our house, she's going to make sure you have a feast. Mm -hmm. She will not let you leave without eating, drinking (laughs) something, you know? And that's just how our Indian culture is. Right. And we are very touchy feely, you know? So, and, and, you know, and that's what she was like, well, in the black community, you know, keep your hands to yourself. So there's difference in the culture. You know, my mom obviously didn't know that, you know? So, she was just like, no, you got, you, yeah. you just started eating. You, need to <laughs> you have to eat the food. <laughs> you have to eat the food. And so, yeah, it was a big misunderstanding, obviously, in the, you know, and I'm glad we were able to, you know, talk it out like mm-hmm. later. And there was more to that talk. Like they showed very little of it, but we definitely had a big talk and she really apologized yeah, for it really. because she did, she did not want, you know, me to feel that she was disrespectful. Um, but anyways, yeah, so it was, it was hard to see that. And, you know, even the napkin throwing, I didn't even notice that that even happened. Yeah. If I would have known that, I would, I would have been like, why yeah. are you throwing a napkin at me? Like, I, <laughs> in the heat of the moment, I'm just like trying to get her to stay. My mom's trying to get her to stay. And, um, but the whole thing was like, so like, at that point, I was really upset because I was like, wow, you kind of disrespected my mom with how you were like, you know, I'm a strong woman, you know, let, let go of me. I, I don't know her exact Uh-oh. words, but she said something like that. And I'm like, don't talk to my yeah. mom like that, you know? So it was, and that's why I was like, you know, I need to talk to her and straighten this out and let her know how she was sounding or what she said was wrong. Well, I think we're touching upon something really important. And it's that your mom was made for reality television. Does she, what, <laughs> so she is she, what is she thinking filter. when she, or like, how does she, what does she say when she's watching herself on television? Sometimes she's like, oh, I hope they don't put this scene in and I hope they don't, you know, like, I think she realizes later that like, oh, maybe that was like too much or why did I do, why did I say that, you know, but I mean, I, that's, she, she laughs about something, something she thinks is funny, but some. Some of the stuff she's like, oh my God, why did I say that? Or da, 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 you know? And um, so she has different reactions for everything, but she, that is, that's the energy that she gives out. That's her. And that's so familiar to me. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I, my mom is like that too. Like, she can just be like, I think my mom is like to another level though. Yeah. Like she has like no filter at all, but, but that's her. <laughs> What is the relationship between Kieran and your mom? Like, is it really so strained or? It's up and down. They're very um, different people. You know, my mom is very loud and, you know, out there. And, you know, Kieran comes from a family that's definitely more mm-hmm. traditional. My parents are a little bit more. Mo- my, my parents think they're in their 30s still. You know, <laughs> I mean, I swear to God, they think they can party still. You know, with my <laughs> friends and stuff. And, you know, they want to stay young forever. Where Kieran's parents are like, you know, his mom wears the sari. They're they're South Indian, so they were. His mom wears like the traditional South Indian sari, mm-hmm. and they're just yeah. more religious and stuff. And so he kind of grew up that way. But he's crazy too, you know. So he's not he's not like his mom and dad. Yeah. He's very different. But um, he um, so he's different from my mom in that sense. Like they're just 
very opposite. He's very OCD, very, very clean. My mom comes and just like, it's a hangama. Like she just goes crazy, you know, like just stuff everywhere, takes food out. You know, she's just going to be herself. And she likes to just take control, which he doesn't like. So there's just, they just sometimes just clash, you know, they get along sometimes, but a lot of the times they just don't um, see eye to eye on things. So it's, it's always me kind of in the middle, like, juggling the two and hoping that you know we can have a peaceful night without any kind of tension yeah but he, he will normally just stay quiet and like just let her talk and say what she has to say he's kind of figured her out now where are his parents are they in the area so too, they're or? now in um oh. atlanta they've moved to atlanta so oh, his okay. entire family his sister and his parents um live in atlanta so that's nice that you both have family in the area and can like see each other. So we're dying to know how is the house project going? Yeah. So actually, as we, so I'm in my new house right now. This is kind of um, like my blogger room that I'm um, going to be making. But um, it's going great. I'm so excited to be in the house. Um, I literally, honestly, when I walked in the first day and I was bringing my stuff into our master, I think I started Aww. crying <laughs> yeah. because this is like two over two years mm-hmm. of yeah. building this home ground up. And I just started tearing up because I'm like, I cannot believe I'm actually bringing my belongings into this house and I'm going to be staying the night tonight here. Yeah. Um, it's just so amazing. <laughs> But I have like organizers here right now, um, people like there's still some work to be done, like it's not fully completed, um, but it's obviously livable. Um, but yeah, I have organizers here that are just like Amazing. doing my right now because mm. literally our master bedroom is a warehouse. Right oh, now. wow. <laughs> there are like there. I think they're even like, I don't think we've seen <gasps> any clothes ever before. <laughs> My husband's like, uh, Anil, why don't you get rid of some of them? Yeah. I can't because they're like stuff that I haven't worn yet and it's still good stuff. Yeah. Like he doesn't get it. Yeah. And then clothing, yeah. <laughs> like there's so many memories attached to certain clothing. Mm-hmm. Like I have. Yeah. But some, a lot of it's yeah. not even old. It's just stuff that I need yeah. a blog on. Or yeah. Stuff that I just got and it just piles up, you know, and I just, it, I just can't. I've already gotten rid of like eight bags of stuff. You I'm know, sure, so. yeah. Well, brands must just be like sending you stuff yeah, all the time has... to wrap. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's great, but you know, now it's like I get really right. picky with it because I only want to like work with brands that I love and that like I actually will wear and I find comfortable or you know that I love. What so. I appreciated about you know I I forget if it was two episodes ago is. We're both, you know, Indra and I are both mothers and there's always a little, not always, but there's the conversation between mothers about and the tension of like, what is work and like, who's working harder and who has more on their plates. And for some reason, uh, we butt heads over it. And so do you mind explaining like walking away from that conversation and a little bit of an argument how you felt and how you digested that um oh with heaven yeah 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 um yeah you know I'm like you know we're in 2021 now you know and I think it's like a joint thing now in, in this day and age you know like I'm doing work, he's doing work. So it's 50-50. And my husband, he loves to take care of the kids and he loves to help around the house. That's just Mm -hmm. something he loves to do. So 
for us, you know, we're okay to have that kind of thing. And I'm pretty sure Heavenly does too. I think she was just trying to give right. a dig on me or whatever. But, <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm like, she's, that's old yeah. fashioned or something the way you're thinking. But in 2021, we're all here to help each other and be 50-50. You know, even though I'm a housewife, I don't, it's not just my job to take care of the kids. And Karen wants to also, like he, he enjoys taking care of them. He enjoys doing work around the house. So Yeah. And it seems like we're going to see this in some of the upcoming episodes, but there is this tension kind of between like the women who are doctors and then the women who are married to doctors. And so like, has that been frustrating to deal with or has it kind of like been a non-issue? Yeah. I mean, I think they're always kind of judging us in the sense of like, Oh, you know, you guys are not the intelligent ones. We're the Mm. intelligent ones, you know, and they love to dig on us and just, you know, throw that shade at us all the time. And it's like, we have degrees, you know, like we just, this is the lifestyle that we chose. And it's not like I don't work. I do do stuff, you know, yeah. and I'm planning on like opening a business. There's like all the stuff that I'm planning on doing that I will be doing. And I've yeah. worked for years in a corporate world, you know, so it's not like, it doesn't mean that because I'm not a doctor, I'm not intelligent. So I hate when they come off trying to talk like that because that just doesn't make sense. It's just the lifestyle that we have right now yeah that's interesting that it's like the intelligence debate yeah. is like you know what is that it's like it's so <laughs> it's so petty honestly but yeah I mean you'll see how that kind of unfolds and how all that ends <laughs> it's interesting how the show you'll just have to tune in it's also okay to just like be a stay-at-home mom right. it's a really hard job, hard it job. Is. to me sometimes I feel like <laughs> yeah, it's more 100%. You know, like taking care of kids it's like it's not based on your schedule it's based on your right. kids schedule I mean they're so demanding I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old and yeah sometimes I need a nanny to come and help because otherwise I would have no time for myself you know So especially this past year during the pandemic, they were both pulled out of school and they were home. So it was so tough, you know, to have a five-year-old and a three-year-old. I mean, they were just like on top of me, like having to entertain them, having to like come up with different projects for them to do so that they can like keep just keeping them busy was so tough. Yeah. So it's, and they're always hungry. I have kids two years. They're just always oh hungry. Yeah, I have two boys. Problem? I have a... I thought it was just my child. Like, Ariana, literally, like, every hour. Yeah, I'm, Mommy, hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah. I know. You just ate. Like, what? I no. Know. How have they reacted to the show stuff? Like, have they been unbothered by the filming and so all of that initially, stuff? Initially, um they were like, they would stare at the cameras and be like, what are you doing? You know, they would, you know, their mics would be on them and a beer would be like yeah. taking it off and stuff. And, but then after some time, they were actually really good. Mm-hmm. They got mm-hmm. used to it. It was like, they saw, they would see the cameras in the car. Didn't, didn't bother them at all. Like they, now they're like, where are they? Where's the camera crew? <laughs> so, and then watching us on TV, it's weird because I don't know if they find it like, oh, this right. is just normal to see like our family on TV. You know, they're, she's like, oh, it's like we're like Elsa, you know, we're on TV. It's really uh, cute. <laughs> oh, that's but, cool. um, it's because they're so young. So they just think it's like 
this is right. maybe normal, mm-hmm. but it's so not normal, <laughs> you know? And a lot of times they don't really get to see the episode when it airs because it's mm-hmm. past their bedtime. Mm-hmm. It's on mm-hmm. at nine and they're asleep by eight, eight thirty. but I've showed it to them. So they're like, Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But I don't um, think they understand it fully. You know, it's like, they see it and they think it's cool, but they don't really get it. It's been cool to see like Kieran being featured, you know, like throughout the show. Like one thing I like about Married to Medicine is I feel like you do see the mm-hmm. husbands a bit more and like their whole dynamic. So how like especially in this last episode, they like went golfing and like, you know, it seems like he's getting along well with everyone. The guys are great with each other. They all like get along really great. And don't get me wrong, like even with the women, like we definitely have challenges and stuff. But I think at the end of the day, we all support each mm-hmm. other, mm-hmm. you know, and um, with the guys, they definitely all get along great. You know, he kicks it with all of them. Um, they, you know, they're all great friends. They all text each other and stuff. So, um, yeah, they're like a non-issue. Which is probably a relief for you in some ways. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> I mean, you know, they go out, they hang out, and they never have any drama. <laughs> yeah. How, um, how's Toya doing right now? Are you guys still playing tennis together? <laughs> um, no. So I stopped playing tennis um, during the wintertime because it was just yeah. too cold to play tennis outside. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, she is four houses down. Four houses. Oh, I didn't realize it was, um, I knew it was really close. I didn't realize it was four houses. Yeah. Were you, so is your new house in the neighborhood you were in before or is it a new spot? It's in a whole new neighborhood. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So okay. where I lived before was um, near this home. It's like 15 minutes, like okay. a little bit south. So I'm in a little bit more north. Okay. And um, so, yeah, it's a whole new neighborhood and everything. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been so wonderful. Can you tell us a little bit about like what we can expect? Anything you can share? It's exciting to hear about a new business. Well, there's going to be great. Um, you know, obviously you see that we're going to be going to DC. So that's like really going to be so historical. Like, you know, we made history yeah. being mm-hmm. able to be part of the March. So that's going to be really exciting to see. Um, and then, with that comes a lot of drama afterwards. So um, even during and after. So a lot of changes that you're going to see. Um, so there's still a lot more to come. Okay. <laughs> um, I know I've been a little bit quiet, but that's right. going to change. So you'll see. It's really exciting. And also, oh, I guess one more thing we have to ask is, um, have you watched Family Karma? Yeah. Absolutely. I um, watched it last season and I'm excited to watch the new season. So, and it was funny, we just went to Miami and I was supposed to meet up with Bali and Anisha. And I'm so upset that it didn't work out. Like, I'm definitely making a trip this summer without the kids. The problem was that we went with the kids. Yeah. And it's like pool beach all day. And then, of Mm -hmm. course, my sister and I are drinking all day. So, (laughs) we didn't have a chance to like, go out like there were so many restaurants that we wanted to check out and we had plans to see them on friday night and saturday but like with the kids it got so hard but um but i do plan to go back and and meet up with them and i i have one more question before we get off what lipstick is that and what brand? Yeah, what <laughs> brand is right it? Because it's yeah. stayed, it stayed on and it's a gorgeous color. Oh, thank you. I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's MAC. MAC. 
I think it's a matte lipstick, but I'll, okay. um, I'll have to look at cool. the color. <laughs> um, I can imagine, oh my gosh, I would love to be a fly on the wall and a hang with you and oh Bali and gosh. Anisha. Oh my God. <laughs> I really, I cannot believe we didn't get to see each other because we were so yeah. ready to hang out and like, Bali was like, I want to give you one tight slap because we didn't see each other. <laughs> That's so Indian. I love it. <laughs> well, and it's it's like you guys have this unique experience as South mm-hmm. Asians that you guys can only discuss with each other and understand each other. I know. It's like we, I think family karma and me were probably the yeah. only ones, Indians that yeah. have been on Bravo. Yeah. Besides Padma right. Lakshmi. Oh, yeah. That's right. We were talking the other day. I was like, you know, Anila's going to be on Watch What Happens Live. Like, and Deanna and I were audience members on a Watch What Happens Live. And Deanna asked Andy, when are we going to get our first South Asian housewife? Because yeah. it just seems like long overdue. Yeah. So we've been, we should have been on yeah. Bravo a long time mm-hmm. ago. You know, like, I don't. You know, you see every different type of background pretty much on Bravo, but the, us Indians haven't represented yet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's cool. And it's so cool to see you like in a cast that like you're it's not like Family Karma is awesome because it features South Asians. But it's also nice to see like a mixed right. race. Cast. A mix. Like just it's been so awesome to see you. I mean, I know you said you've been quiet during the season, but even just the parts we've seen, like for someone who has not seen like my family experience on TV, like at all growing up, like the Rocky ceremony was huge. I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, because it really opens it up to like other communities to see like what we do, you know, Mm -hmm. like how we celebrate what our culture is about. It's it's so beautiful and it needs to be out there. People need to see it, you know, even like Holy is beautiful, Diwali, like all of that's so colorful and so pretty that like, I think other viewers are going to love that. And that's what I love about being on the show because it, it makes me, it shows my, how unique we are, you know? Totally. Yeah. So, so where can people find you on social media and your blog and all of that? So, um, Instagram is where my blog, everything is like, if they want to shop any of my looks or anything like that is at Anila Saja. And, um, literally I have like, you can actually screenshot my picture And if you download the Like to Know It app, which is like, it's a free app, you can basically get links to everything that I'm wearing from like top to bottom. So if anyone wants to shop that, and even, you know, I'll start putting like lipsticks and stuff like that, you know, because um, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but I know a lot of people have been asking like color lipsticks that I wear and stuff. So, but yeah, you can shop everything I wear through Like to Know It. Well, thank you thank so you, much, Anila. Thank you. It was so great meeting you good guys. Meeting you too. Got to chat. Totally. We'll have to do it again sometime. Yes, for sure. And good luck with the rest of the season. Yeah. We can't wait to see it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye, okay. guys. Bye. Bye.